Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We G's on the Outside of Boxing Podcast, January 7, 2018. What's going on, fam? At our new time to be regularly scheduled as so. I'm joined by my man, D. Willow Wilson, Houston, Texas. Hope everybody's enjoying their Sunday, watching the playoffs. I know that word, playoffs might scare my man D. Willow Wilson because come playoff time, Houston Rockets, they got the Warriors. What's up, Willow? How you doing? Oh, man. Hey, uh, R.C., that's funny. It's real, it's, it's, it's real, real funny uh, that you would say that. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I call you this morning, well, I text you this morning, I say, we're out, we're live in the hour of five. Let's do a short show because the offs are off. You hit me with the offs are hmm. off. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. And then I, I reply, you know, for a Miami Hurricane or a San Francisco 49er or a Sacramento Kings fan, you haven't really heard the word offs in a long, long time. So then you try to switch it up on me to talk about a team that's always in the playoffs. I mean, it's 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 hilarious. It's hilarious. Is that that's how we're gonna start 2018 with you stealing my jokes? But it's all good, man. <laughs> Happy New Year's to everybody. I'm glad we get to start off. Like you said, we're 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 hitting it at uh, what is this three three uh, uh, Eastern time. 12 Pacific, that's what we're doing every week. We're pushing, we're pushing hard, man. So, hey, what's up, RC? Much love, man, as always. Let's talk some boxing, bro. Oh, yeah, most definitely, my man. Um, I don't know if my memory is too sharp or not, but I can't recollate some of these uh, things you said this morning about you texting me and me stealing jokes. I don't know about that. But since we talked about playoffs, I would have see to see <laughs> – I was happy to see the Rams lose yesterday. I woke up, 
I didn't even know the Bills are playing right now against the Jags. Really, before we get to Vikings, talk since the playoffs are on, and we mentioned it since we want to get the joke started up so early in the morning. How you see the playoffs turning out, my man? Who you rocking with in the NFC and the AFC? Uh, you know me. Um, I rock with Cam. You know, I, I love seeing Mariota, and I want to see Tyrod Taylor win. You know, other than that, it, it really don't matter to me. Mm. Um, I would love to see Cam versus versus uh, Cam. Can, Cam can play New England, right? Yeah, I would love to see that. Maybe yeah, the Saints yeah. versus New England, if the, if not. Um, uh, but I also would love, you know, I am a Tom Brady fan, but like like Triple G and like Lomachenko, these are guys, well, not oh. like Triple G, these are guys that I did like at first and I sort of still sort of like, but, you know, the fans and the fanfare and all the slobbing of their tips just sort of makes me mad. So I would love to see um, – Brady lose, but at the same time, I want to see him win. So, you know, maybe Brady versus Breeze, that would be a good win, or Brady versus Cam. But besides that, I like to see good football. If Mariota gets in there, which is one of my guys, you know, he's not he's not black, but he ain't white. So he's one of my guys. That, yeah, I, I like to root for guys like that. So, you know, um, yeah, but yeah, that, that's, that's all I was it just is. about to say. Hmm. The, uh, the correlation of the three teams you mentioned that you like, Carolina, Tennessee, and Buffalo. I wonder what all those teams have in common. But no worries. You said you're a Tom Brady fan, so you like cheaters, Willis? I don't really care much for cheaters, so I hope to see Tom Brady lose any year he's in the playoffs. It's late gate, spy gate, and now it's uh, a trainer gate where he has that weird trainer who's supposedly making him play like in his in his prime at the age of 40. Something else is going to come up about this Tom Brady guy. And I don't like cheaters, Will. I'm surprised you're a Tom Brady guy. That really threw me off right now. Hey, no, no. I am a, like, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. You know, I was a, a Bledsoe fan. And then, you know, he took over the spot. And since then, at, at that point, Houston didn't have a team. Um, you know, I was sort of rocking with the Saints, I mean, with the Titans but not really. You know, they still had Aaron McNair, and then they had B.Y. So I was still sort of rocking with them. But, you know, Brady, you know, at one point, Brady and Kobe were my guys, you know, in sports. And Brady still is. You know, I think he's the GOAT. Is he a cheater? Yes. Does that sort of diminish? Like if somebody says he isn't the GOAT because he's a cheater, I can't really, you know, I could, I could maybe agree with that. You know, the cheating and all this nonsense is sort of – you know, take it away from it. And that's also a reason why he's not why don't he's not high on my list also. He cheats and then they're they're still slobbing him up like, like they like they do. So, you know. But I am a Brady fan. I'm a Belichick fan. I'm a New England Patriots fan. So you know. But I would well, okay. I would love to see them lose. Well I'm sure the Houston I'm sure the Houston Texans and their fan base got to be a little, a little disappointed in you, Mr. Houston, Texas, not going with the home team, especially since they got not, your guy Deshaun Watson there now. No, no, I still see. You got to realize I was an Oilers fan. They left, and I moved on. Then they came back, and they sucked. And then they didn't pick up Vince. And then all the foolery. You know, it's just oh, a lot yeah, of foolery. Yeah. Then, they get rid of, then they get rid of Andre Johnson. So I used to ride with the Texans. But, you know, they get rid of Andre Johnson, somebody, you know, that 
is the core. From, you know, he was like he's he's the best player of all times in the Texans history, and for them to get rid of him, you know, and not, you know, it was just simple stuff. So I, you know, I stopped rooting for him, and also they were losing. It's very hard to root for a team that loses all the damn time, especially for a guy like me. I'm emotional, <laughs> and you know, and it's just it would just ruin my Sundays, ruin my Mondays. So mm. I just stopped messing with him. You know what I'm saying? I stopped what? messing with them. And, you know, they got Watson back. They got Watson, and I'm rooting for them. I'm definitely rooting for Watson. I definitely will start rooting a little more for the Texans. But I'm a Cam guy. I'm a Winston guy. And, that is, I mean, that just is what it is. Hmm. All right. There you go. But, but Rockets Astros, those are my guys. <laughs> Rockets and Astros are my two favorite teams, the Rockets and the Astros, lifelong <laughs> yeah, who could forget? Who could forget that little silly banjo song that you used to play when the Astros were in the World Series? I can never get that song out of my head now. Never heard it, but until then and now it's stuck in my head. Cemented forever. But you mentioned the best player of all time from Houston, Andre Johnson. He's from the U coach. But anyways, I just want to say predictions, I got it. Being Carolina against New England. Don't be too surprised if it's a rematch between Atlanta and New England because you know, if if old boy walking to him wins and Philly's still there, they're winning the whole thing. But I ain't believing in Nick Foles. I ain't believing in Case Keenum. I'm not believing in any of those backup scrubs Kate. in NFC. Who? Hey, I fuck with Case Heavy. Case Keenum, I mess with him oh, heavy. Oh, yeah. He's from the, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, from yeah. the around the area. Okay, okay. I used to like him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a guy. Now. He's a guy. He's one of those guys that get. He's a white guy that gets the black QB treatment, sort of like Tebow, because he's not the prototypical quarterback. You know, just like this guy Taylor, Tyrod Taylor, who's who's uh who took his team to the playoffs, but this is the same team that set him for a rookie, because you know, just nonsense. You know, Scott it's Peterman. hard being a non. <laughs> Scott Peterman, the guy who threw five picks in one half. Yeah, like, you know. So, uh, I mean, Case Case Keenum gets that same sort of treatment. He's he's a good quarterback. He wins usually when he plays, but he's not a big, tall guy. He's not just a pocket passer. So, he gets – he doesn't get a lot of – he doesn't get the love and, and the you know, and he doesn't get the love that he deserves. And, you know, he – He's a black. He's a quarter, a white quarterback that understands what brothers are going through every, every day. So I, I, I got much <laughs> yeah. love for Case Keenum. He's he's a real deal. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like Minnesota just for uh, my guy Stephon Diggs, man. I I rock with him. So and it's funny how you mentioned Tyrod Taylor getting that kind of treatment because a lot of people they think, oh, you know, Tyrod Taylor, he sucks. You could probably bench him for a Peterman, like the coach probably thought. But if you look at Tyrod Taylor's stats last year, the guy probably should have made the Pro Bowl. I think he had like 17 touchdowns to six interceptions, 3,000 yards passing, 62% completion percentage. Tyrod Taylor was really under the radar last year, but nobody pays attention to that. Wonder why. We know what time it is, will it? Good point, my man. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a little bit of think. And, you know, <laughs> and he's a little small black quarterback. And, and they don't. Those guys ain't going to get no love. They got to win the Super Bowl. And even Wilson probably still doesn't get the love that he deserves because he's a little small black quarterback. So, 
<laughs> That's crazy, man. You know, Seattle Simon, I don't want to talk about the guy since he's not here, but he's always blown me up about how he can't stand Russell Wilson. And the guy had an MVP-type season. <laughs> Every week, this guy's bashing Russell Wilson. And I'm a 49er fan. No love for Seattle. Really don't care for Seattle at all. But I know whenever we play Seattle, that motherfucker makes magic, man. I can't stand Russell Wilson. He has, he's the king of that backyard bullshit. But, and he's even got a ring to go for it. So, uh, but nobody will forget that interception right. pass. I think that's the ghost he lives with. That's the ghost the coach lives with. Well, that's Pete Carroll. Sorry, ass for you. <laughs> but there's the football fix, folks. Hope you're enjoying the playoffs. But we got some boxing talk to get to with my guy. Starting off the top of the hour, Ares Landy Lara and Jared Hurd. You know, they've been talking about this back and forth on Twitter, starting with Hurd going at Ares Landy Lara, talking about getting a unification bout, talking about he wants to fight the best guy in the division. After his last fight, which was a sloppy fight, which he, he came out on top, he was talking about fighting Charlo. And then, uh, of course, we're talking about Big Maul, Maul Charlo. And then he's talking about, well, he'll fight Lara. Much respect. The guy's got. He's got guts if he wants to do something that people like Adonis Stevenson are afraid of. There's a lot of guys out there who don't want to walk into the lion's den um, to do what, uh, do what needs to be done in the sport. So uh, much respect, credit to her. But <clears throat> it looks like that fight's about to get set up. And um, I like the sound. I like the look of this fight. There's boxing fans out there that uh, <clears throat> they make me real cringeworthy when they, they, they watch Arizona Lara fight and they start to – Yawn or stuff like that. If you recall, Arizona Lara's last fight, the crowd was booing right when Arizona Lara drops my man with that straight sniper like left hand that he has. So, Arizona Lara is a master of the sport, a master of the sweet science, and he never gets the respect since we're on this kind of this wave of guys not getting respect. And Arizona Lara, being a Cuban brother, definitely doesn't get respect. From I'd say a vast majority of probably 75% to 60% of the boxing fans out there. And that's a shame because there's Lenny Lara ever since his last or ever since his L to Canelo, quote unquote, don't think he lost that fight, but ever since his L, he's been taking care of business. He's been putting dudes out, uh, didn't, didn't uh, take his man out last fight, went to the cards. But prior to that, he's been putting boys out, man. He's been giving them that really good work. And fans still, you know, if you tell me about Ares Landy Lara fight, I don't think nobody's going to schedule their weekend around that. Nonetheless, Ares Landy Lara, Jared Hurd, Willa, your thoughts? Hey, man. Um, I think this is a good um, – this is this is great. This is great for one of the toughest divisions. This is the uh, – what is this, the light middleweight or junior middleweight or super welterweight. I don't know. It's like a thousand names for it, right? But this is – um. I think this is good for one of the best divisions in there. Um, they both have belts, right? Um, WBA yes, and the, versus the WBC, if I'm correct. Um, so this will unify some belts. Then we've got, you know, even, you know, her, I don't think is on the same level. If we're going to talk about the fight, we'll make our predictions as it gets closer. But, uh, you know, Heard is a champion. Yeah. He looked real weak his last fight, very sloppy. But he sort of – I think he has power. Um, I think he's he's 21-0, 15 KOs. So, you know, he, he has a little power. 
and he does and he will fight. You know, he's not running around dancing like Laura. You know, Laura is a more supreme boxer, but this is fighting. So, you know, it should be an all right fight, maybe a good fight, depending on what Laura shows up. But this can bring clarity because these guys will unify. My man Mel is out here trying to get the Ali fight. They unify. Then maybe at the end of the year, we will have a, a, another undisputed champion. And I think that's great for boxing. And I think these guys, um, you know, Ali, who is one of, is, is, is one of my guys, um, and Jamel, or Jar, uh, Jamel Charlo, who is a Houston native, one of my guys, um, mm-hmm. I don't think they're scared to fight. Uh, so I think this is great. This is just building up for something special, which might be a Charlo versus Laura, which they say, you know, they say would never happen. But I think money talks and it will happen. And it's building up for an undisputed junior middleweight championship. Yep. So, you know, I think this is great, yep, man. Great. So, I, you know, no hurt. You know, even though hurt isn't, the, you know, hurt is what he is, but he's a big body out there. So he might be able to give uh, Laura some some work. We know Laura. You know, you wonder that sixty percent of boxing fans that doesn't give Laura respect. I am one of them because uh, he's a Cuban brother, and as we saw in twenty seventeen, the Cuban Uh-oh. brother is the worst kind of brother when it comes to heart oh, and boxing. Yeah. That's it. We're just talking about heart and boxing. We're not talking about anything. Else. Just talking about. Heart in boxing. We got cheaters, quitters, and guys who got the win, but they would rather run around Ooh. the ring at the end and lose. So it is what oh, it is. But, hey, but this is great. <laughs> this is great for boxing. This is great for the junior middleweight division. And I'm excited. I'm excited, man. 2018 is, is shaping up to be very good. Coming in hot early, Willie, man. Uh, as you mentioned, yeah, IBF junior middleweight champion Jared Hurd. Uh, he's on a mission to unify the division. You know, first target being on his list to be Arizona Lard, the WBA IBO world champion. And, I mean, you know, it, I, the Cuban curse, as you mentioned, Cuban fighters not really living up to their potential in the biggest of moments when it comes to a big fight. Uh, you know, we're talking about one of, the, uh, one of the most dangerous divisions in boxing. You know, there's uh, – so much that can happen, as you mentioned. Uh, Arizlani Lara being boys with the Charlos, saying they're never going to fight, but, um, you know, uh, the business side of it always takes over. Now, the talk is they'll the fight. Yeah. I mean, the talk is <clears> for both Jamal and Jamel is that they will fight. I wish I would have asked them that when I had a chance, but I'll probably get another chance. But from what I've been hearing, they both were like, hey, it is what it is. Oh man, yeah, that, that's uh, that's got to be that's got to be the next one you hit him with because I'm pretty sure he's going to start getting those questions coming up pretty soon here. Uh, these guys are on a collision course with each other. Who comes out of the mesh? Mm, I don't know. I know Arizona Lara is probably the most skilled. Charlo, the most dangerous, and Heard probably he might have. Mm, I don't know. He might have a lot of heart. Uh, and his last fight, as you mentioned, he didn't really look that good. Uh, but he did show a lot of grit, a lot of determination, uh, a lot of uh, heart in that fight because he was taking some shots. 
100%. But Jerry Hurd's always been a guy I kept an eye on over the years. Uh, it's hard to miss uh, a brother with a lightning bolt on his chest that says Swift. So uh, he's always stood out, uh, and it wasn't necessarily for his boxing skills, even though he's a, he's a solid competitor 100%. But uh, I, I like the fact that he's going to, um, you know, test his wit, t- test, test his grit against a guy like Arizona Lara. Um, I personally, I think it might be target practice for my man, but who knows? Because yeah. it, it, it could, it could go either way. It could be target practice for Arizona Lara or is Arizona Lara getting, you know, at the later half of his career. And, uh, it might be a, a good time to get a good win on your resume against a guy like Arizona Lara, like we've seen, uh, with Lomachenko, uh, getting Rigo. So, uh, you might catch some of these guys at the end of their career who once had elite skills, but if, uh, you know, a young I mean, dude comes Trout in there and gave puts him work, blood man. Yeah, Trout, Trout's Trout, a, uh, Trout gave you him know, work. Trout's a tough dude. Trout's a tough dude, man. Unless you can land a, a flush, hard shot on him, then you start to see Bambi on ice. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Trout is a, a one of those. He's a pretty damn good competitor. Also a guy who beat your boy Canelo. Uh, Trout is really good, man, for sure. I like Trout. Um, uh, he's a, a good gatekeeper. You know what I mean? We always use terms around here, but everybody knows what we mean about a gatekeeper. So he's not a bum, but he's uh has skill above a bum, and he'll be a good um he get he give somebody a pass if you want to take if a fighter's you know taking a certain type of fight, whatever, whatever, and you get Austin Trout off your resume. There you go, you can do that. But Erzlani Lara vows, or he actually warns Jared Hurd during this whole little beef they had that he doesn't seem really worried about Hurd at all. He's like, okay, man, if you want this fight, um, just look at Alfredo Angulo's eye socket, and that's what I plan on doing to you because who could forget when Arizlani Lara, you know, was getting that work from <laughs> Alfredo Opero Angulo back in the day, dropped Lara, was in, had him in danger zone. Next thing you know, Arizlani Lara with that piston-like left hand, he can, he, he can do some damage. Arizlani Lara gave... Uh, Angulo, one of the, the quickest big baseball socket-looking eyes uh, I've ever seen in boxing. It happened so quick. Next hey. thing you know, it was just slowly growing. Yes, sir. Hey, RC, let's, uh, this is something that that is uh, mind-boggling to me. What is, what's, what is the official name of this weight class? Is it super welterweight? Uh, junior, uh, middle? junior middle? Or are those two different? Are these... So you're saying, okay, so it's super welterweight. Junior middleweight. Um, super welterweight. Well, that's, uh, that's probably Canelo weight. Canelo weight. <laughs> no, 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 because I'm looking. No. Saddam Ali in the box rec is a super welterweight, right? And I think all these I guys are, are considered super welterweights, right? Or am I tripping? You know, yeah. like I said, I'm not uh, – I'm not the the, junior the boxing. No, I see. No, they're calling super welterweight. They got Laura as a super welterweight. Junior middleweight yeah, yeah. and super welterweight are the same thing. Yeah, I see. I see. Where, I see what you're saying right now. Um, so you know, there's no such thing as junior. I don't think junior middleweight is the real is the real term. I think it's these got the IBO super welterweight title, right? Well, the WBA yeah, you know, Super probably... Welterweight title. 
well, you know, we got all these divisions in boxing. They probably just have different names so they could continue to have different sanctioning bodies for different money and different belts. So that's probably what that is. They have just different divisions, kind of like varsity and JV. So uh, basically. No, 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 because they're the champ. No, no, no. We, I think we need to figure that out. I don't. I think they're the same thing. Because if I'm looking, so let let's look at what Charlo is, right? Jamel Charlo, you know. I think he. I think in box rec they're gonna have him as the super welterweight champion. And I think maybe Ring TV has junior middleweights, but they're the same thing. So let's not so. As yeah, boxing guys on the podcast, we got we got to know what's going on. And I don't think it's boxing. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's JV or middle. I just think it's probably just two different two different names for the same thing. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, no, no, I hear you. <clears throat> uh, well, I always looked at him as junior middleweight personally. Uh, super yeah, welterweight would be. A, I mean, you know, a super welterweight. Um, I would look at a guy like Kel Brook. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, as far as I'm concerned, junior middleweights is what these what these gentlemen are, and that's what we'll go with. So, uh, yeah, because then uh, once it, once you're talking about the next level up, we're at, at, at regular middleweights, and that's the real murderer's role. Uh, we talk about how dangerous the junior middleweight is, but welterweight division moving forward is the real murderer's role. Don't get any easier for your boy Canelo and Triple G. Because we got killers in the in the lions then ready to pounce on these boys. But lucky for Triple G and Canelo, they're probably gonna fight each other for, you know, the next four or five fights in a row. But that's here nor there. <laughs> Junior middleweight, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. Your boy Canelo's in trouble, Willer. And I didn't mean to bring that one up and throw that sidebar at you, but I I seen you posting funny pictures with Canelo chilling with the homies and his little Christmas outfit with some dudes in prison. Where do you find this stuff at, Willa? Oh, I don't know. I just, one day I posted that uh, Canelo had the thing where he was in Christmas with all the gifts, and then, then the next day I just looked <laughs> on the line and somebody put that in, and I just thought that was hilarious. You know, as being the number one Canelo fan, I'm sure the uh, essays on Cell Block and Cell Block 4 are down with Canelo. So I just, um, you know, I think it goes together. <laughs> He's a, he's real. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's funny. Um, yo, uh, speaking of one of your your boys that I also seen you talking about online, your boy Manny Pacquiao's in the news because he's got a big fight coming up. And you know, as I know, or you know damn well that I'm a pa- Manny Pacquiao guy. And I gotta ask you, Willa, this fight coming up with Mike Alvarado, are you as excited as I am for this? Big fight that's going to be on display for boxing fans. We're going to have old school boxing at its finest with Manny Pacquiao and Mike Alvarado, which is a give a dog a bone type of fight, stay busy fight, because Bob Aaron mentioned that the Jeff Horn Terrence Crawford winner most likely gets Manny Pacquiao. So, Manny Pacquiao, Alvarado, how hyped are you for that, Willie? Uh, I'm not hyped at all, but I will watch it. I think um, Alvarado is on the winning streak. Um, and I think that they have been KOs. In fact, um, this could be. Well, he's been finding, finding some guys at the bar that could fight, huh? Good for him. Yeah, this could be a. Uh, this could be a. 
<laughs> another cherry picking oh. gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. So we, he's, yeah, he's fighting bums. But this is, uh, you know, we've got he's coming off what KO, TKO, MD, and KO, whatever the hell MD is. I'm not really sure what the hell that is. But uh, you know, decision. Yeah, my bad. I'm sure. Yeah, majority decision. So he's coming off of four wins, um, three of them being knockouts. So you know, this can you know Manny. You better better hope he's crisp, and he should be. You know, last time we saw. Alvarado fought anybody any good. It was uh, Brandon Rios, and he's and he's not even really that good. And that was easy work. And uh, but Marquez didn't sleep him. So uh, yeah, so you know, <laughs> Alvarado's been took a yeah, lot of beatings. <laughs> yeah, he just took a lot of beatings, and uh, he should be easy work for Pacquiao. You say this is a tune-up or a, a gimme fight, give a dog a bone, and it should be. But so should Jeff. So should have Jeff Horn. So we're going to see. I'm going to watch it, and uh, I'll be very tickled if we see this boy Manny sleep on the ground <laughs> and uh, waking up and calling his career, calling it quits before he can even get a taste of that Crawford ass with him. So, you know, oh, man. I'm not hating That's, this. Ooh. This might be all right, fight. Uh, don't you do that, Willa. Manny Pacquiao, he's trying to get this win so we get his rematch with Floyd Mayweather. He's still ready for that Floyd fight, which a lot of people think it was a closer fight than was that was on the cards when it happened. Manny Pacquiao still might have it, Willis. And hey, I can see Alvarado going to sleep. Yeah, he he might. I mean, he's still hey, looking good on the bag. Hey, Jeff Horn, yeah, yeah, don't Jeff. sleep on that. Don't sleep on Jeff Horn. That's a that's a big that's a big white dude who knows how to use his body. There's big guys in boxing, but they don't know how to use their size to their advantage. Jeff Horn definitely knows how to use his size. He he he's a bully when it comes to using his size. He was a bully against Manny Pacquiao uh, in Australia that they had. And your boy Terence Crawford better be careful, Willa, because Jeff Horn he's feeling like he's on top of the world after beating Manny Pacquiao. He's talking about fighting Lord. He's, He's talking, he's talking about he's talking about Errol Spence could get that work. He's talking about everybody. He's talking about the Chiefs. Right? Hey Jeff man, get Horn that Australian everybody can get the nigga out of here. Get him out of here, man. <laughs> Watch out, Terrence Crawford, because Terrence Crawford talk about cherry picking gone wrong. You was a bully against against Jamboa, and now you're gonna be looking up at somebody who knows how to use their size. Terence Crawford, you better. Hey, I, 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 will it be moving up in weight class a little too soon? I don't know, man. It might give back. It might give back Jeff Horn a little bit more credit than he deserves, especially after beating Manny Pacquiao, calling out everybody in the division. Watch out, Will. This Australian dude might be the real deal. I see, oh, RC, yeah. you've been working on your stand-up. see, you've been working on your stand-up out here for the 2018, and you're coming in hot, dog, but come on. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Ain't nobody worried about no damn Jeff Horn. And, All right. And, and from what it sounds like, he's not really trying to fight anybody either. Hey, he warned everybody in the division. L. Spence, Keith Thurman, 
he warned them all, even Terrence Crawford. So Jeff Horn ain't afraid of nobody. He might be known as Jeff Legend Horn, Le- Legend Killer Horn moving forward after what he did to Manny Pacquiao. And who knows? We know Floyd Mayweather like to duck a lot of people in his career. Maybe he don't want to come back out of retirement and face Jeff Horn for his 51st fight. Uh, yeah. We'll see, man, but I, I doubt it. But as far as Manny, man, this he should this should be easy work for Manny. But we also said that his last fight, so we'll, we'll see. But unlike, you know, unlike mm-hmm. Jeff Horn, uh, Alvarado is damaged goods. But he's damaged goods. He can actually box. I mean, not box. He can mm-hmm. punch. He can punch. So we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And uh, moving forward, speaking of a guy who can punch, going through the big guys. Now, Will, I'm a little curious about this one because you're not a real big fan of Russians and not so sure how you felt about a guy like Ruslan Provotnikov as far as a Russian that looks like a Chinaman. But you heard about this kid, Bebo, who's got, I believe, 12 fights under his belt, who's supposedly supposed to get a fight schedule coming really soon against your boy Sullivan Barrera. Cuban Cuban fighter. But Sullivan Barrera says there's a dilemma going on with getting this contract signed. Soon as they mention Vlada testing. Now, we know that these Russians have certain um, protein shakes over there. And it's a way of life, some say. That's pure speculation. I don't know 100%, but we all seen the Rocky movies and what uh, uh, what Ivan Drago was doing. Now, he hasn't responded for a few weeks, possibly possibly clearing his system out of whatever might be in there, or maybe he's just got baby mama drama down in Russia where he ain't got time to talk about boxing or about Sullivan Barrera and signing no damn contract. I don't know. Does it raise an eyebrow? Because I would think that if I mention anything to you about Vlada testing, if we're going to box and you was just so down with this whole fight leading up to it, but as soon as you heard Vlada testing, it's like, yo, where'd you go? Well, uh, can't get a hold of him, anything like that. And Bivlo, everyone's talking about how powerful this guy is. His last fight, he knocked the dude out with a straight through the fucking guard. And they're talking about how he's more powerful than Sergey Kovalev, building him up pretty good already. The guy's a young fighter, only 12 fights under his belt. But this B-Blow guy is, I mean, he looks like the goods, a lot of power. Like I said, you're blocking right in front of your face, and this guy's gloves still come through and knocks you out. That's knockout power, Willa. But when you hear about a lot of testing and this guy disappears, what do you think about that? Hey, man. I'm never going to trust any kind of Russian when it comes to, um, uh, I don't know if he's Russian, but any kind of guy. Yeah, he is Russian. So any kind of Russian over there, any yeah, kind yeah. of guy that's USSR, no matter if they look white or Asian, this guy's a little mix in between. He's a little Asian and she's got that little Asian feel, big old white boy. You know, he's quiet. You know, I, I mean, we know what it is. It, we know exactly what it is. It's probably 90% chance that if a Russian is knocking guys out and looking great while doing it, he's juiced up. And when Vada, like uh, your boy said, he was, he was waiting on it, but no, when, when Vada was 
was was said, he, he disappeared. And this doesn't surprise me. And so, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But do I want to see him knock boys out? <laughs> yeah, I do. So, you know, he needs to <laughs> figure a way to maneuver around it like everybody else has been doing. And and get his and get his money. I'm not hating on him. Um, obviously, well, it's no obviously. Allegedly, he's juicing. That's what I would tend to believe. But at the same time, I want to see boys get knocked out. And you know, at that division, oh. we don't. You know, the guys that are the guys that are really you know uh, Adonis Stevenson. I, I think hmm. he's finally going to fight this year. Uh, a good fight. But besides him. Not too him and Wilder and a few other guys. They're not laying. They're not laying bombs like these guys are, and they're needed in boxing. We need bomb. We need bomb. Uh, we need bombers in boxing. And so you know, if you got to do it legally or illegally, just don't get caught. And I don't really give a shit. Oh. Hmm. You encourage this sort of thing, huh? Wow. I. I... <laughs> I'm um, not a big they fan. All, it, it's I, all going to get exposed. You, you'll get exposed eventually. You know, if you need it yeah, to yeah. win, you'll get exposed. So, you if, know, knock out these Barrera, little, you know. Uh, whoops his ass. Yeah. If, if Sullivan Barrera comes out, whoops his ass, or he doesn't show any of that power, if this fight ever gets made, we know definitely 100% what time it is. We know Bebo is probably missing missing his his Mike's magic stuff from Space Jam. You know what I'm saying? That water bottle that might have a little bit of kick to it and all that stuff. So, and I was a fan of this kid moving uh, coming up when I've seen him fighting. Um, I always like a good Russian fighter. They're like a bad guy in the movies that you need in boxing because these guys are just they're on a different level. And what level that might be? It might have high levels of. Uh, extra testosterone or things like that because it's a way of life in Russia. They see, they seen how Ivan Drago was doing it in the movies, and they want to be strong like Russia, you know. So uh, is it is it does it raise the eyebrow? One fucking hundred percent, it raises the eyebrow, and I think it turned me off as far as the fandom that I had for this guy moving forward. I don't like cheaters, like I mentioned earlier. I don't like cheaters like Tom Brady or any of those fucks in the Patriots organization. But, as you mentioned, you like Tom Brady, and you like seeing knockouts. So, um, God bless anybody who's fighting a cheater and gets put on. You're a Manny, uh, you Manny Pacquiao fan, right? Yes, sir. What's that got to do with anything? Okay. I just wanted to make sure. just wanted to make sure you can do that, Willie. Manny Pacquiao was never caught cheating for nothing, and you know it. What was I, he hey, that's what, what I did. Doing? But that's what I said. If you don't get caught, I don't care. And you feel the same way. You know, we can wait a minute. No, we can sit here and deny it. We can sit here and deny it. But deny you what? know, and I know. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. <laughs> no, you know what? that I know that a guy ain't coming from 102 pounds to 147 still knocking boys out. Pull out a little extra sauce in there. Mm-mm. And no, he no, never no, got God. caught. Therefore. We don't care. We don't want to. You don't want to ask the real questions. <laughs> hey, three things, Willa. Three things. God. Three things. Hard work. One. Hard, God. Two. Hard work, and rice. That's what Manny Pacquiao right. did coming up in yeah. his career. And there was and there was no. Why? I think he said Weiss with a W. 
nope, uh-uh, nope. Manny Pacquiao never been in trouble for anything like that, and speculation from people all around the world about Manny Pacquiao is buffoonery because in this country, innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, and Manny Pacquiao has never been proven for doing any kind of cheating, and if you ain't got no proof, we ain't got no case. Manny Pacquiao is a clean dude, and people just can't stand the fact that he has bigger uh, bigger calf muscles than most dudes walking this earth. So uh, get that out of here, Willa. Unless you got some paperwork proving to me that Manny Pacquiao was doing something dirty, the allegations mean nothing to me, good sir. Yeah, I, uh, exactly. That's, that's exactly what I just said. Allegations mean nothing to me. That's, that's exactly hmm. what I just said. These are all allegations. Big, you're 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 hmm. you're talking. You're mad at this guy for allegations. Uh, I think we've allegated. Uh, there's been allegations that Pacquiao was on it, and there was also a point where they said he was on it. He started testing. All of a sudden, his knockouts. He ain't knocking people out anymore. So you know. That's why I'm just saying well, sometimes we keep it real, sometimes we keep it Sacramento Kings. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Negative, sir. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Crowd laughing at nothing. So what happened was Manny Pacquiao, yeah, he got knocked out by Marquez. So what? It happened. And what happened after that was Manny Pacquiao wasn't fighting the same no more. He didn't want to throw bombs with dudes and knock everybody out like he used to, so he started fighting safer like your boy Floyd Money Mayweather. And Manny Pacquiao, if you ask me, he became a better fighter because of it. Sure, he might have lost to Jeff Horn, but if Manny Pacquiao fought his entire career like Floyd Mayweather did, running and being afraid of dudes and retiring and letting people in the division kick each other's ass and then he comes back, Pacquiao might have been undefeated. And the only reason these allegations were brought up is because your boy, Floyd Mayweather, was scared to fight him when he was putting dudes out. And Floyd was like, oh, well, this guy's too strong. What's going on? He's got to be doing something. I can't knock out dudes like that. My hand's too brittle. I don't know. But that's where this whole thing started because Floyd Money Mayweather was too chicken to get in the ring with Manny Pacquiao when Manny Pacquiao was putting dudes out and making guys like Ricky Hatton look up at the sky. And only five minutes and 59 seconds when he's seen him. And we all know that, you know, Floyd Mayweather, he goes the distance with Oscar De La Hoya, controversial win. Manny Pacquiao makes Oscar quit. Floyd Mayweather puts out uh, Ricky Hatton in six rounds. Pacquiao puts him out in two. Pacquiao finished Floyd Mayweather's dudes a lot quicker than Floyd Mayweather did. And Floyd Mayweather was scared, dog. He didn't want no work from Manny Pacquiao. And that's where the whole eyebrow-raising thing came from. Fact or fiction, Willis? Uh, that's fiction. Hey, but, but, but what is fact, what is 100% fact, is that there were allegations about Manny Pacquiao. You don't care. Then you say uh-uh. you're accepting the allegations about this young Russian guy, and you don't like him because of the allegations. So I'm just saying, it's something that's some kind of, it's something that's not connecting, and we all know what it is. You're a Manny Pacquiao fan. Yeah, except you just did it. We've seen you do it. We just talked about allegations. Yeah, 
he no test has been he hasn't failed a test. Um, it's just allegations, and you don't like this guy. But Manny Pacquiao, he was die. We we there was some you know there's 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 he he went from knocking everybody out to getting to people saying that he's on Roy to not knocking everybody out. You know, so like you said, he hasn't been caught, so I don't care. The other guy ain't been caught, so I don't care. But it's all good, man. I just wanted to put that out there that sometimes rockets are we can keep it kings. No, it's just a king, it's king moment. But it's all good, man. Hmm. Keep it rocket or keep you it king. You could be BCS. You could be BCS or you can be Miami Hurricane. Hmm. Five-time mm. national champion NFLU. That's funny. Hey, look, I got a question for you since you got all the answers this morning or this afternoon. Let's. Say I think we got my man Janelle you... on too. Just, just throw that out there. I think he's, I think he's on our okay, text. Okay. Okay. Well, let me. Well, Janelle, we're gonna get to you right now. Let me just ask Willa this one quick question, and Willa, you can get right, right to Janelle, and he could uh, give us his thoughts on all this. I just got to ask you this since you got all the answers this afternoon, Willa. Let's say. You're working for Mr. Beeflo, and you got a Russian flag and a United States flag on your Letterman's jacket in which you'd be a part of his team dealing with public relations, PR moves, and all that good stuff. Let's say mm-hmm. what happens right now is happening where, you know, he goes ghost and all that. What are you advising that cheater, I mean, Mr. Beeflo, what would you advise him to come out with and say? Because, hey, going ghost from contract negotiations for a couple weeks after he brings up testing is really suspicious. So what would you advise him to come out and say? Because he's got to come out and make a statement publicly real soon. Otherwise, we're going to know that this dude's cheating. What would you advise him to say to the public view just to try to clear up some of this bad air that's stinking up about this man cheating? Uh, this, is what, this is what I would do. You know, being an up-and-coming Russian star, I know, I know that we've got the eye and the ear of Vlad, Vladimir Putin. I make the call, and just to say this is true, and he is, and he ghosted. Just we're not saying that, but it's just hypothetically. I make the call and I say, "Hey, man, who who died yesterday?" They say, uh, "You know, Miguel Kalinsky died." And I say, "Okay, need y'all to make uh-huh. it where Miguel Kalinsky is. It's my guy's cousin." We come out. Hey, we ghosted. <laughs> Our cousin was killed. We ghosted the thing. We'll be back. It's that easy. You know, we're talking about Russia here. It's very easy to spin, make it happen, and being a champion and being a guy that's knocking everybody out, um, you know, I think that would be easy work to do. And, but this guy will be back. Is he probably on the roids? Probably. Uh, did he get exposed? Probably. But a lot of people get exposed. As long as he don't get caught and he doesn't get uh, – and he doesn't get – you know, as long as you don't get caught, it really don't matter to me, like I always say. And like you said, but not really. Don't like cheaters, that's what I say. But, yo, we still yeah, got yeah, on. Hey, good one, by the way, Will, a good one. That's a good public relation move that I get, go out for the viewers. But, oh, that's why he disappeared. His cousin died. Uh, so-and-so, whatever, whatever. Good one, good one. I like that. But, Janelle, if you're on the line with us, my man, we talked about we could start off with this Bevlo Barrera, and if you want to uh, add on to what we talked about as far as Heard and Lara, feel free, my man. You're on the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. We're good. Well, hey, what's going on, guys? 
I'm a few things you tapped into. Uh, I want to talk about the whole uh, Terrence Crawford at 147 and Jeff Horn. In a way, I agree with some things you said about about Jeff Horn. And I think Terrence Crawford is going to be in for the awakening. I think he's going to win, but he's not going to steamroll the 147 division the way people think he is. I mean, I mean he's going to have yep. some serious problems. And when, and when them guys yep. hit him and start pulling him around and start tying him up, and, and he's going to realize that 147 is a big jump from 140. You know what I mean? It might sound like just seven pounds, but these are guys that are boiling down from damn 170 to 147. And he's going to realize it once he starts getting hit. I mean, even when guys like Thurman swing and miss, and he feels the wind of Thurman's shots, even off of a missed shot, you know, he's going to feel that shit. He's going to be like, God damn, this is welterweight division right here. <laughs> These are some big boys. Oh, yeah. uh, same thing oh, with Alex yeah. Finch. So it's like, I'm everybody thinking that he's going to jump in and just steamroll guys like Horn? I don't think so. I favor Crawford to like beat I favor Crawford to beat Horn, but I don't think he's going to fucking steamroll him. And I mean, it's like you said about the whole Gamboa thing. I mean, he won that fight in my eyes only because, like, he was just that much bigger than he was. Because actually, he was getting outboxed easily early in that fight. But Gamboa. He was a bully. I mean, and they began to impose his natural side strength. I mean, it kind of reminded me of the De La Hoya uh, Hopkins fight. Like, De La Hoya was winning the fight, but after Hopkins started imposing his, his natural strength, uh, strength advantage, it was just easy pickings after that. And, uh,. I just think Crawford's going to be up for Rudy Wiggins at 147. I don't think Horn's going to beat him, but you're going to be surprised on how much he's going to struggle with Horn. I favor um, that, that's what I said about that. Uh, as far as hey, yeah, whole, yeah, yeah, uh, and we also hold on, and we also got him that you had Victor Postal beating Terrence Crawford. So with all that said, let's all yeah. just remember that you and don't really believe this also, guy for some and, strange and, reason. No, no. After that fight, is why I became a believer of him. I'm just saying that he's not going. Oh, you think he's like easy time at 147? Is that what you're saying? Again, Jeff Horn, I'm just yeah. saying he's not. No, I don't think it's going to be easy. He's going to win okay. on points. He's not, he's not knocking Horn out. I don't see that happening. He couldn't knock okay. out the star. I mean, I don't see him knocking Horn out. I favor him to win that I fight. I would say but knock I out. Just easy work. Yep. Probably KO. We'll I, see. We'll see. I just think he's going to – I mean, he's going to be a brutal wicked at 147. That's, that's just all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I mean – um. Um, as far as our uh, seems about the whole Pacquiao, about how there was never no um, no evidence. Um, there's a video out there that I mentioned like a few, uh, several weeks ago on the show about how Freddie Roach would confront Alex Ariza on what are you giving him, and Alex Ariza would just change his story and never answer the question. And after that fight, okay, that was around the time when he fought Margarito. And after that fight, when he, I believe they dropped Alex Ariza, and after that fight, Manny Pacquiao never looked the same again. Yeah, I mean, there's a video out there going around about that. I don't know if you've seen that video, but it's out there. Hey, I mean, hey man, he's seen it. Just because he had it's no, on YouTube. He probably reported that as spam. It's on YouTube, bro. Oh, oh, no I know it's on YouTube. He probably reported that as spam. There's no getting around that. And after that fight, nope. Manny Pacquiao has never looked that strong again. That's hey, interesting, hey, man. That's hey, some interesting hey, shit. Hold up. Check this out. The only reason that happened was because Alex Ariza was just, he had an agenda. And look, I get it. Ever since he left the camp, Manny Pacquiao hasn't looked the same. Take a look Never. at Matt Ryan. No MVP last year. MVP last year. He's got the same players around him on the team. No Kyle Shanahan. Now he's a different player. So, uh, yeah, it just goes for, it just goes to show in any sport that if you lose a coach, he's in the it might not be the same. 
Hey, he Manny Pacquiao. And he had a he had a, he had a I don't think he threw a thousand punches in a fight since he left Alzarino. I don't think he even threw a thousand punches in a fight since he left Alzarino. I, I I actually highly doubt it. I just don't. I don't see that. Hey. And Manny Pacquiao has gotten smaller since he's gotten smaller. He's. I mean, hmm. I'm that raises eyebrows. Okay, I'm not saying the guy is dirty, but that raises eyebrows. How when Alzarino was in the corner, and Freddie Rose a this on video. Uh, not an article, not a bullshit article where, okay, you know who the hell wrote it. It's a video. And then, I, and then after that, you've never seen Manny Pacquiao, this, this ultra-aggressive guy anymore. you never see him throw bombs and heavy-handed punches from beginning to end the way he did when Alex was in his corner. I mean, that's something that raised eyebrows. He's afraid to get knocked out. Huh? No. <laughs> He's afraid to get knocked out again. That's even why. before Marquez put him to sleep. Even before Marquez put him to sleep. He wasn't looking the same, man. He just wasn't that same guy in... That just raised eyebrows. Now, now, I'm not saying the guy was dirty. I'm not saying he wasn't, but that shit raised eyebrows. That's something to really think on, man. I just don't hey. think that's a coincidence. Hey, that's a pretty big coincidence. Hey, speaking of which, Janelle, as far as does it raise her, eyebrows? Does it does it raise an eyebrow to you at all about this whole Bivlo, Mister Mister Up and Coming Russia, that he's afraid of, or not afraid, but all of a sudden he's went ghost on contract negotiations with Sullivan Barrera. As soon as they mentioned Vlada testing, what do you think about that? Hey man, professional sports. This guy's always strong upper hand, and um, I, honestly, I'm not even surprised anymore. I mean, professional sports. I'm mean, see who would have thought that baseball guys are using steroids. I mean, see, who would have thought that? But it happens, man, because it's a long season, and got and the steroids does prepare your muscles a lot faster than normal. There's there's dozens of ster- uh, multiple steroids out there to use and help you repair your muscles a lot faster through a long season. Hey guys, we're gonna do what they gotta do, man. I mean, God's going to cheat. It just is what it is. And so I can't even be surprised anymore. I, mean, I think we all should stop being surprised, honestly. And I'm not just fighters abroad, but even fighters here at home. I mean, just, uh, guys just got to stop being surprised. As far as with this Laura Hurd fight, I think Laura's going to prove that Laura is still the best 154-pounder out there. I mean, he's going to make up for his last performance. Janelle, Janelle, do you call that junior middleweight? Are super welterweight. It's both. What do you call it? It's both. It's, it's, it's the both. same damn I mean, thing. Both. Okay. <laughs> it's both. It's both. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of junior divisions, and, you know, it, it, it just is what it is. But I think he's going to rise to the case, and he's going to show the world, and he's going to make up for his last performance, and he's going to show the world that he's still the best super welterweight or junior middleweight out there. And he's going to dust her off. He's going to dust them off. He's going to oh, make yeah. it, make it look of a team. I think we all agree. The, yeah. I mean, I think, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I think he probably feels, I got him that, he, that, he, that he's right for the picking right now because his last fight, he didn't look too good. People think he's slipping. And now people are calling him out, which is like, damn, people haven't called this guy out in years. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who do I want to fight Laura? Oh, the last person that called him out was Paul Williams, and Paul Williams got out of easily in that fight, if you ask me. <clears throat> but, um, I think Law is going to show the world that he's still the best out there in 154. And he's going to dust his kid off. I mean, he's going to make it look routine. I was going to remind me of the Laura fight. I mean, I mean when Laura fought uh, Chow, it's going to be similar to that. He's just going to make it look so routine. And he's going to show everybody that he's still the best out there in 154. I just don't think Hurd's got the goods to knock Laura off. So, I got a question. Hey, Janelle, if, um, you know, like I was saying, Ali – and, and, and Mel Charlo are talking about fighting. This is so we could have an undisputed, um, uh, we could have an undisputed junior middleweight 
real soon. Do you think that would be Laura? If Laura well, and Jamel good. and, and, I mean, and Mel Fox, do you think Laura will win? It's good for boxing, but I think I think Laura's gonna. I think Laura is the best 154 guy out there. He's gonna beat any any single one of them. He will beat Ali. He will beat any one of them. I don't think anyone at 154 is gonna problem. Charlo. I'm mean, Kel. I'm Kel. might give him problems like, like, like <laughs> oh, until um, mentally he begins to fade. You know what I'm saying? And, and take a knee Charlo, or something and just Charlo. start quitting again. No, 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 no. Will he beat Jamel saying, Charlo? Yes. I say for him to okay. beat anybody at 154. Anyone at 154. Okay. Anyone at I mean, hey, uh, he is skilled. He should be able to. But I think at the end of the day, he's Cuban. And I think they'll, when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, he's going to give up or before the fight he's going to cheat, like we've seen most Cubans do in the last – Okay, yeah, he's Cuban, but I know who's still the proven guy out there as a pro. As what? What do you mean? I'm only saying what. Um, who's Cuban? Are you talking about uh, R- Rigging Dow and Ortiz, the cheater and uh, the quitter? About... Oh, cheater and the quitter. Ortiz, oh, no cheater. Yeah, they're just suspect. <laughs> they're just suspect. They've just been going no, out like uh-uh. they've been dropping like flies. <laughs> Last time we saw Laura in the big fight, he was winning, but he was scared to get it done in the in, in, in the in the he actually beat Canelo. I'm a Canelo fan, but he lost it at the end being a being a simp. And you can't that, do that. I don't that think he'll be able to do that against Charlo. I mean, that was his fault. See, that was his fault because I predicted Canelo by robbery, and like I really don't feel sorry for Laura getting cheated at that fight because I'm, I'm honestly he should have known that going to that fight and judges were not going to give you. The, I'm a decision fighting like that. Right. I said, Floyd Mayweather almost got robbed by fighting Canelo. A judge scored that shit. So draw. imagine that fight was close. <laughs> imagine if that fight was close like this fucking uh, Cotto Mayweather fight was. How every round was close, even though Floyd was winning them. But, but every round was close. Right. Oh, Floyd would have an L. No, that's what I'm saying. And that's so what I'm Laura saying. I think at going, the end of the day. And Laura should have known going to that fight that, hey, you got to leave a person on these judges. Unless you score a knockout, I mean, you're not getting the fucking uh, uh, decision on Canelo fighting like that. I'm not saying go toe-to-toe with him. I'm saying make it be known that, hey, you lost this fight at the end. It's like with the word and call Foch fight. I Foch, um, after the fight with Darrell, okay, now he didn't feel like he was losing. He didn't feel like he was a loser at all. Uh, but after the word fight, even if word got robbed, I think Foch would have known, okay, y'all lost this fight. You saw how at the end of the fight, how he just looked like a fucking beaten fighter. And he said, okay, I got to go back to the gym, and I got to work on some things I got to work on, a lot of such. In other words, he knew he was beat. You know what I mean? So it was like, hey, in order to win a decision over Canelo, that's what you got to do. You got to take the fight out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like the fucking Mayweather did. Uh, Canelo knew he lost that fight. And then one judge scored in a draw. Oh, yeah. And, like, no, that was... <laughs> and then one judge was like, no. and the Canelo team was like, no, that wasn't a draw. That wasn't a draw. That wasn't a draw at all. I mean, you got to let it be known, hey, that you lost this fight at the end. And Laura should have known that. I'm sorry. I know um, I don't like seeing guys get robbed. I'm sorry. Um, I've been screwed in a fight before. Well, hey, you fighting Canelo, you fighting the Golden Child. It's like you gotta fucking take the fight out and let them know that hey, you lost this fight at the end. And so oh, like, yeah. I don't really, feel, I don't feel sorry for Laura about that fight. I really don't. Pretty sure, he's pretty sure going in, going into this rematch, you know, I'm pretty sure Triple G's got to know that Canelo's got one judge in his pocket. So if it goes to the cards, it's got to be completely landslided. Otherwise, you ain't gonna get that win. Pretty sure he's no, he knows I mean, that by that now. Fight, I mean, that fight, man, Triple G didn't look too good himself in that fight. I mean, he didn't look, he looked very sluggish in that fight. He did not look, 
like Triple G of of two and a half, three years ago. So it's like um, people saying about how oh, Triple G got robbed. If you watch that fight again, man, Triple G missed a lot of shots. Um, Canelo made him miss a lot, but he made him pay a lot. And that was, and that's why it was kind of hard to give him some rounds. But Triple G just didn't look good himself. So it's like, hey, I mean, whoever said hey. whatever, I don't really argue unless hey, it's a Yeah. Hey, Janelle, hey. Char- uh, uh, Laura's fighting Charlo. It's a close fight. It's the 10th round. Do you believe that Laura has the heart to get in there, the nitty-gritty, when it's, when it's time to win? Do you believe that? Yes, I do. Okay. Let's see. I mean, I, we don't know. We haven't seen it I'm happen. Sure. But you believe he does. I don't think- I don't believe it. He's got to prove that to me. He's so, he's so hard with Angulo. He got floored a few times. He showed a lot of heart in that fight. I, I mean, people yeah, probably did. saying that he probably, oh, he probably slipped a little bit around. He probably slipped a little bit the past few years, but I still think he's the best out there. That even Charlo, I don't think Charlo's going to even put up a close fight with him. I don't think I'm, he might be. Hey, I'm sure like when, I think Laura has the skills. I never, I always say, I think Laura has the skills. I think he's one of the best boxers in the game. Does he have the heart? To me, against the Canelo fight, he proved that he don't really have the heart. That's what I saw. Even if you're winning close, you know what's up. No, no, you need to go in there and box his ass out. He did hurt the body a couple of times. I guess he was aware of. Oh, he's like a little cautious stuff because Canelo did hurt him to the body a few times in that fight. Right. And he's Canelo scared to like, go down. I mean, but Charlo don't hit like Canelo. I don't think so. I don't think he's a body no, puncher like Canelo hit, is. Mm-hmm. No, Charlo hits. Charlo is knocking boys senseless. So, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I I said body, on, I'm not really a I lower body punch, body punch wise. I don't think he's a better no, body punch. Yeah, I don't know. And that's what hurt Laura in that fight. And that's what hurt Laura in that fight was the body. She was, his few body shots actually kind of, kind of, kind of hurt him a bit. And that's what made him kind of really back off a few times. And he began backpedaling. But those body shots is what did it. Cool. And Canelo is okay. a good fight. He's a, he, Oh, Canelo's a very underrated body puncher that no one really gives him that much props for, but he's he's a really good body puncher. He's all right. He's not bad. He's nothing great. He's got welterweight power in the middleweight division, so good luck to him moving forward. Lucky for him, he's got a, a good chin, I guess. So, But it don't really matter. This time's coming for him. The clock's about to strike midnight on your boy Willa, and he's going to find himself in a lot of trouble. He's not going to be the cash cow that he's been for the last year or so since Floyd's been gone. And when it happens, there'll be no well, happier since then than me. I don't think Super G is going to do it. I like Canelo in the rematch. I like Canelo. Oh, I think, yeah, I think Super I don't G think is slowing down. Do hey, Super G is slowing down, man. He's slowing down, man. I mean, Jacobs took some out of him. I called him going to the fight with Canelo. And you see, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw the fight that I saw, but I, I saw a very sloppy Triple G that night, man. Very sloppy. As if, as if all the years of training and boxing is is taking a toll on him. Yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, no, he just did not look. He just did not look good in that fight. I like Canelo in his in his rematch. If if he keeps up his body attack and fights in spurts and at a very good pace, that's not gonna get him tired. I think he could. I think he could stop Triple G with body shots. As long as you keep up. A good, a I good agree. pace is not getting too tired. And if you don't get him too tired, the other problem is, it, is, that he, is that he loads up way too much. And that's why he takes breaks off. But like about six, seven rounds, he'll take off to get his energy back. He loads up too much. But if he keeps the pace on where 
he, he he's mindful of his close fist shots, uh, probably like four around or three around. I think he could stop Triple G in the later rounds. Definitely a possibility. The thing about it is, is once he gets past that fight, you're talking about Danny Jacobs. You're talking about it's not happening. I'm going to avoid Jacobs. Theo will move Jacobs up to fucking uh, super middleweight uh, before uh, that fight happens. Trust me. HBO will move him up to 168. uh, Canelo and Triple G will will be protected from Jacobs. Mark those words. I'm telling you, neither fighter is going to fight him again. And and, uh, and, uh, Billy Joe Saunders... I don't think neither fighter can even fight him. Um, I think Jacob be the fight. I think Jacob be the fight that fight. But see, uh, Joe Sanz only want to fight Jacobs. So like, who is he going to fight? And those are the big names right now at 160 because um, it was talked to that fight, and then I heard something about how uh, Saunders is like five million to fight Jacobs. In other words, he's bidding himself out. Because uh, he wants triple G's O. He wants triple G's O. That's why. That's what's important to him. I'm saying, but and in the meantime, why not fight Jacobs? In the meantime, why not fight Jacobs? If you know Canelo and Exactly. Neither one of those three will fight Jacobs. Uh, uh, Jacobs will be forced to move up in weight. Trust me. He will be forced to go 168. Now, see, Joe Saunders is going to wait there for another year until Canelo and Triple G is freed up, and then he's going to fight one of those two. But Canelo, I don't think Canelo's going to fight him. Uh, probably uh, Triple G might take the fight, but I don't know. I just don't see either one of those three fighting Jacobs, so he's going to get forced to move up in weight. Those are the top guys in the division for me. Number one being Danny Jacobs. Number two being Billy Joe Sanders. Will uh, agree with me uh, off the air. So that's where it's at right now. I don't think that they'll fight each other. Uh, Billy Joe Sanders wants that money, and he wants to get that. Oh, what the hell is he We all see the decline. I mean, but Jacobs and Joe Sanders, I believe, will saw the garden. I believe it would. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, it would. That would be a good fucking fight. Will it yeah, play? I'm going to knock him out. Hmm. I don't think interesting. I don't think nobody's going to fight Jacobson 160. He's going to have to get a move up and wait. All right. All right, uh, Janelle, we're coming up to the close of the show right now. Um, I'm going to ask you what I asked Will at the top of the show since it is playoff Sunday, and while we're, we're going to wrap it up pretty quick here. Uh, who you got going to the Super Bowl, Janelle? Super Bowl? Yep. I, mean, I, hate, it. I hate to say it. I hope it doesn't happen, but I think Patriots are going to win it again, man. I don't think anybody else is going to beat the Patriots right now. Uh, 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 Steelers got some injuries, so when they uh, uh, go against each other in the AFC uh, uh, championship in Foxborough, I just don't see anybody beating those. That's just hope something happens. Where, because I, I, I'm a diehard hater of the Patriots. <laughs> Trust me. I don't know why I despise more the Patriots or the goddamn Cowboys. I don't know, I don't know why I despise more. Well, I'll say the Patriots. <laughs> Who you got coming out but, but, but on the same note, you got to get them props, man. Our Patriots is like the fucking Spurs. I could play basic game, but they're so effective at it. Ain't nothing flashy about the game, but they're just so hard to fucking beat. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and you got to get them oh, props yeah. for that. But 100%. You know I mean? 100%. I don't think anybody beat them. It's a tough call, man. It's a tough call. Honestly, this season hasn't been too good for me, honestly. Yeah, I mean, my Giants suck. I grew up a diehard 49er fan. They're not uh, relevant. You know what I mean? So, 
But we got Jimmy oh, G, oh. God damn it. We're going to be all right. Yeah. All right, yeah, Janelle. Well, we're getting ready to wrap it up. We're running out of time here. Will, you got anything you want to say before we close the show, my man? Uh, no, no. I just want to say uh, Happy New Year's to everybody. Uh, hopefully this guy Cam whips their ass tonight. Um, I don't know what the score is. Hopefully Tyrod is winning right now, but we'll be yeah, we'll, we'll check it out soon. Man. Oh, sorry to cut y'all off. Hey, February 11th in Houston, Texas. I have a tournament down there, so come check me out, Willa. Ooh, there oh, we'll do. We'll man. be sure to cover. We'll be sure to cover on that one, Janelle, for sure. Well, thank you for joining us, Janelle. Willa, we will be debating next week, as always, at our reg- regularly scheduled time, as we mentioned. And uh, everybody who's with us, glad that I got positive feedback. Me and Willa got positive feedback for the reunion show we had. And uh, outside of Boston Podcast, we will be back next Sunday, Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern. Thank you all for joining us. And we'll be back to the debate table next week. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Outside of Boston Podcast, and we out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.